Hey y'all, welcome, oh welcome back, this is Talking Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Hope you all are having a lovely week. Ah, oh, y'all, I know this is coming out late, and I'm so sorry, Um, but this is a long, there was a like a long weekend, so recording fell way behind, but better late than never. Um, honestly, when you get thrown off your path, just hop back on, hop back in, get back on track and keep going. Lesson of the week. But yeah, as y'all can see on YouTube, I am by myself this week and moving forward into my birthday. But I hope you all enjoyed the kind of back and forth from last week. If you listened to last week, which I talked about, you know, finding your soulmate or identifying your soulmates at a, like plural, because I learned uh, from the website I came across that you can have multiple soulmates within this lifetime, or you could only have one, or you could never come across any, but you know, I personally, like I explained last week, and if you don't know, pause, <laughs> go to listen to the last week, um, and you'll understand why I feel like there that everybody that comes into your life is your soulmate. I think that the energy we put out into the earth allows us to attract our matches. Um so I think everybody that you interact with or come across or that comes into your path can be a soulmate and a soulmate, a soulmate in any any way, shape, or form, or whatever the case may be. Um, so yeah, but go check out that episode, y'all. It was kind of cool to have the back and forth dialogue. Uh, although I can carry a show myself or carry an episode myself, it's kind of nice uh, getting to see how the back and forth goes. So, you know, when my birthday comes and I expand, you know, it's going to be cool, but it's going to be deeper and I'm going get to be getting into other people's business. It's not really going to be like topic specific. It's going to be tell me about your life story specific. So um, being able to bounce off of the other person um probably like correlating our similarities and kind of going through all that but i'll let y'all know when it's time to branch off <laughs> i ain't gonna go too much into it so if you made it to the end of the episode last week then you learned that this week we're going to talk about dating slash marrying your baggage but what i'm going to name the episode is what is it uh you are what you attract. That has been one of the biggest lessons that I think I constantly keep coming across. And I feel like everybody's talking about it now, which is a much needed conversation. Because sometimes I feel like we point out the finger so much and be like, they're the problem, they're the problem, they're the problem. Not even realizing that something inside of you attracted it. <laughs> it attracted that. Even when you think about it, like if you're religious or you have any spiritual backgrounds, you may have heard that, you know, God had a plan for us while we like kind of before we were even in the womb. But while we were in the womb, God had a plan for us, meaning that even the family you were put into, you attracted it. 
So having the parents that you had, you attracted it, or that was meant for you to be in that situation. And granted, you know, it's definitely disheartening when people have to go through abuse and traumas and all this other stuff. But, you know, if you, again, believe in spirituality and religion and stuff like that, then you understand that the family that you got was kind of on purpose. And you going through the things that you go through kind of on purpose like just the energy that you had with inside the womb allowed you to come into contact with the people and now learning everything that you've learned and going through everything you've gone through now you're attracting certain people even like we mentioned last week even if it's a person that bumps you while you're in the club you know maybe that person is there to show you that maybe you're reactive and that's something you have to work on or you're not assertive enough and you just let people push past you and you don't speak up for yourself like i truly think that everybody that you come into contact with is meant to come into contact with you and that's we're gonna go off of today's lesson off of the law of attraction. Like you are what you attract. So y'all know I love me a website and what would I do without Google? I don't know. I mean, I'll probably go to the library and go read stuff cause I just like figuring stuff out. But I found me a website y'all that kind of goes through the different reasons. Well, there are different reasons. I'm sure it's more or it's other reasons or whatever the case may be. There are different reasons of why you are what you attract. And I guess that the person who wrote the article kind of based it off of the book, The Law of Attraction. I low-key tried to read that book, but I've, I'm starting to learn that I'm somebody who needs physical books in order to read them because if it's on the phone, I'm going to get highly distracted. So I have to purchase The Law of Attraction before I can read it. I tried reading it on the phone. The book expired and went back into the the, the ebook library. So, <laughs> so I definitely have to buy the law of attraction and read through it and see what all it says. Because again, like I said, that's something that I keep see reoccurring. Like broken people usually gravitate towards broken people. You know, like attracts like you the different characteristics within you is usually who you attract. Um, there was a guy, oh, I wish I remembered his name and I should have looked it up before I came on here, but he was literally like, he married his best friend. Well, not his best friend. He married the female version of himself, meaning that the person he decided to get down on one knee for, if he was born a woman, that's who it would be. Because whoever he was within attracted her because they were yin and yang or equally yoked, so to speak. And so it's just like, and that's not even just within like a healthy marriage. That could be within like bad relationships too. And that's too what I've been kind of going back into the archives and seeing what was it about me that attracted the people that I attracted? Because it's not just the attachment things. There's so many other factors as to why I attracted that specific person versus another specific person. Like, yeah, the uh, attachment styles definitely play a part in it. But also when you pay attention to the characteristics that person has, 
they probably align with the characteristics you have. The only reason why you can't see it or you're e able to easily call it out on them is because it doesn't look like how you show up in your own life or show up for other people. Like you can call out a liar, but you won't realize that you you be lying too. You can call out a cheater, but you don't realize that you're a cheater too. So it's just like, <laughs> it's funny because if you really pay attention to who you were dating or who you is is it who you were or who you was dating i don't know grandma y'all i'm sorry <laughs> who you was dating i think it's who you was dating if you pay attention to those people and look at their characteristics i'm pretty sure you could pull all their characteristics and apply it to your own life and that's the reason why you attracted that person so i think opposite attracts uh opposites definitely but i also think like attracts like and they all do it all at once so it's like a what is it a a conundrum no what is the word i don't know i want to say it's a conundrum or it's paradox or i don't know y'all like i said i don't know grammar but when two things can exist at the same time like opposite attract opposites attract just as much as you attract who you are so for me i realized that i was attracting the avoidant people because i was anxiously attached but when i also go into the different characteristics that people have i was attracting me in the male version the only reason why it didn't work out is because <laughs> I needed to grow so much. So I can only imagine how much the other people needed to grow. So of course, we're not going to be able to get on this, the right track unless that person was truly looking for a, commu a commitment. And that don't even mean you go get on the right track. That just means you could be in a relationship and then you stuck there and all types of stuff. So yes we're gonna go over some things from the website um and then y'all know i like to correlate to my own life because gotta talk my shit over elba but yes so they they explain 10 different things that can possibly show up when it comes to attracting your like or what can cause you to attract the people you're attracting so we're gonna try to go through all 10 kind of quickly not spend too much time on each one just so we can get through each one so for the first one it says your self-beliefs are stronger than you think and then it says a person attracts what they are <laughs> so you have to be convinced that you are exactly what you are or can be in order to attract the things you desire um it says self-assuredness is essential to attracting what you are your doubt will shine through if your thoughts are not as strong and determined as they could be in order to achieve whatever you desire you must believe that it is possible if you are insecure, you will produce mediocre results. Your thinking will only be will be only halfway if you only think half-heartedly. Basically, what I was just talking about, like you literally are what you attract. Um, on the self-love episode, and if you didn't check out that episode, if you didn't watch it, if you didn't listen to it, if you didn't do one of those two things, go do that. Pause and go check it out. But yes, in the self-love episode, one of the things that I talked about was that, that positive self-talk. How you're talking to yourself will lead to 
who you attract. The thoughts that you have with yourself will lead to who you attract. If you are, like they said, if you're insecure and you have those insecurities within, there's going to be people you attract to prey on those insecurities. There's going to be people you attract that's going to heighten the insecurities. Or somebody may come into your life with the same insecurities and it may cause y'all to bump heads because, again, we like to point the fingers out. So you'll be able to see all of their insecurities, not even realizing that you're insecure yourself and you have to take a look in the mirror and do some deep diving. So you're either going to attract somebody that's going to heighten those insecurities, prey on those insecurities, or you're going to attract somebody that has their own insecurities themselves, and you're going to be able to call them out, not even realizing that you're the reason why you're attracting that type of person. And that's not even just with negative stuff. Positive like positivity attracts positivity. That's why I'm personally working on being a more positive person, changing some things about myself, not thinking so, is this really going to happen type of way. I'm just like trusting that what I want will come to me and getting to know myself so I know what I want so I can put that out into the world so that I can attract what I'm putting out into the world. Um, I feel like I had so much fear in the past regarding relationships and stuff like that, that I don't really attract people that's going to stay there. Like if you have a fear, of course, you're going to get sent people that's going to play on that fear um, and everything like that. So that positivity is going to make a difference. If you can practice that positive self-talk, practice affirmations, practice seeing yourself in a different light, practice all of these things, you'll start to have people come into your life that is going to reflect that and not necessarily bring negativity into your life. Again, like who you are is going to be who you attract. And that's just that on that. Um, of course, nobody's perfect. And we're never going to get to a space of being okay completely. But if you are working towards being a, a more healed person or working towards being a more consistent or disciplined or nice and care, caring and all this other stuff, like you're going to be uh, you're going to be able to attract those people. And that's not even just relation relationship-wise. That's like friends. That's your career. All of, all of those things are going to start falling into place. If you're a person that you notice that you keep attracting the wrong jobs, like, what's your thought process around that? Like, if you keep attracting bad friends, what's your thought process around that? Like, are you being a good friend to yourself? Are you giving yourself affirmations? Are you do giving that out to other people? Like how do you show up in a friendship determines how people are gonna show up for you and stuff like that. So it's really just a lot about this, this self-work, some more self-work and you know, helping yourself to become a better person so you can start attracting something different. Um, so the next one, number two, is our thoughts are at the forefront of our minds. And it says, when we start wanting the same thing too desperately, we try to keep our thoughts in check. As a result, we become hyper-focused or fixated 
Um, we become anxious or depressed when we are unable to accomplish these things. And then it says, you shouldn't worry about this. It's a normal human reaction to attract what we want. That is so true, y'all. Like, honestly, that is really true. I think that I can manifest men into my life, but because I just be thinking, bring me a man, bring me a man, bring me a man, like, that's all I just get a man. Like, I don't get the man that I need. I get a man. And then, of course, you know, you probably get one that you want or whatever the case may be, but is the one that you need? Are you really learning yourself so that the thoughts that you have are more positive and not also not sitting around thinking about it all day too because like i said like sometimes we can get so fixated on wanting somebody to come into our life that we kind of just don't really do what we're supposed to be doing like when guy number two came into our life i i was before I got to a space where I didn't care. I was hyper fixated on it, not even realizing that, you know, I needed to work on me. Like I definitely wasn't in a space of evolution and growth and everything. So it's just, but I was so fixated on a man, but I was single for so long. I was just like, it's never happening. So then when it does come, I don't know how to evaluate the situation appropriately. I don't know how to navigate when somebody doesn't want to give you a relationship, but they will still want to hang out with you. I don't know all these things, which I could have been learning had I just got off of the thought of just wanting a man. I could have been learning some things like I was at college. I could have been going to therapy because that was free on campus. I could have been, you know, making connections on campus so that I could go straight into graduate school. Like I could have been pouring so much into myself to where when a man did come or whatever the case may be, I knew myself more so I could navigate the situation better. But because I was hyper fixated on getting a man, when the man came, I got overly attached or whatever the case may be. And then it led to unnecessary heartbreak. So I, I definitely can understand like our thoughts are at the forefront of our minds, meaning that you keep hyper fixating on something. It's going to come to you. What they say, be careful what you ask God because he will send it to you. Like be careful what you're fixating on because he'll send it to you. But is it what you really wanted? Like, like, did you really want this guy or did you want somebody else? Because you didn't specify, but you kept sitting here thinking about it. Or did you really want this friend? Like you ain't specify what kind of friend you wanted, but you kept thinking about it, so I sent you that. So do be cautious of where you're keeping your focus, where your mind is fixated. Like energy goes wherever you place it, right? Which is why I think people who get the consistency and all this other stuff are changing those things and becoming more disciplined and you know, being able to put themselves around people that make money, they're able to attract money because they're doing things, they're putting their energy into things that's going to bring money to them. Or, you know, you're putting your energy into going to the clubs or getting dressed up and going out and actually talking to people and stuff like that. Like you're actually putting energy into getting a man. So it's just like, be careful where you put your energy because if you just sit here and fixate on the fact that you really want to be a wife and you really want a relationship and you really want all this other stuff, but you're not really thinking about everything that encompasses that. You're only thinking about just send me a man's God, send me a man, send me a man. He goes, send you a man, all right. Hey, you go like, God, take this man. I'm 
God, take this hand. I'm like, please. So, yes, like be be careful of your thoughts and do ensure that you're not fixated on something. Like genuinely, I manifested. I think he would probably say something different, but I think I manifested number two to come here last year. And I don't even think I was ready for that situation. I was so hyper fixated on seeing him again and feeling him and all this other stuff, not even realizing that, okay, well, once he gets back to being inconsistent and distant and not talking to you and all this other stuff, like what that were really like what that was really gonna do to me. I didn't understand that or pay attention. And so, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, did I really want that? Like I did, but I didn't. So yeah, and that's why I said that like, this honestly reminds me of the wants versus needs conversation. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out wants versus needs episode of love. But it's just like, be careful because your, your wants are desires, which means they are fleeting. And if you keep fixating on what you want, yeah, you'll get what you want. But when you get it and it's not like when it's not fulfilling, when it doesn't do anything for you and it's gone, like what, what, what is the purpose? Like, I think I fixated on so much on seeing him because I wanted to, like, I want it, I want it, I want it. I got it. And then I was just like, just for the shit to go back to being what it was before like that shit was crazy so yes be careful of the thoughts because your thoughts they will they your thoughts will make shit come true <laughs> and it might not be what you want so learn what you want or learn what you need let's say that learn what you need focus on those things and then like just focus on yourself too and then everything else will fall into place so number three is bad people can have good things happen to them. Not necessarily thought, but it was kind of like a, even bad people can have good things happen to them. But I'll explain what, what they said for it. So it says, according to the law of attraction, this is due to their unwavering confidence and determination. What you are must be set in stone when you attract what you are. The arrogance of someone might make us think that huh, make us think they are bad but that is exactly what helps them attract what they want in life their belief in their own success can sometimes be excessive but the stronger your belief the better and i'll just stop it right there because it kind of just goes into more detail but that's that's meaning that the character traits that you present in this world is gonna be able to attract what you want a bad person, yeah, like, and this may be touchy, so I'm gonna put like a trigger warning thing, but even like a, a Ted Bundy or like one of those serial choppers, whatever, they were terrible people, but just off of the confidence, the, the, the charisma, the charming, all of this stuff, because they had good personality traits, of, of course, coupled with bad personality traits, and not to say that these people should be looked at in the best light at all, but if you pay attention to how they were able to get so many people wrapped up into them, it's because they had good personality traits that are very attractive, you know, 
outside of just being good looking, you know, but you're good looking. You probably are well-groomed. Like Ted Bundy was well-groomed, always had on a nice outfit. Had They said he had a good mouthpiece, which means he knew how to talk to people. He was charismatic. He was, he was very cunning and all this other stuff. So it's just like he had all of these positive traits that's going to attract people, but then it's coupled with those negative things. So that's what makes it bad. So even a bad person gets what they want just off of the traits that they possess. Not saying go out here and become a serial chopper, but possess those, those character traits and be confident in it. Become charismatic, become confident, become determined, become uh, charming and all these things. Become kind and polite and know how to talk to people and emotionally intelligent and all this other stuff, become those things and you're gonna be able to attract whatever you wanna attract. And you gotta like show up, show up and be those things majority of the time. You're gonna be able to attract most likely whatever you would like to attract. You know, like even Ted, like Ted convinced people he could be his own lawyer. How, how Sway, how? Like, how? But, you know, the confidence. Like, you really done went out here and chopped up all these people, but you telling me you could be your own lawyer? And people was really believing it? Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's just like, that's the type of confidence you have to show up in. Again, I'm not saying be the bad side of Ted. Be the good side of Ted. Don't be the, the bad side. But I think that that... They put that in there just to show you that the characteristics that these people possess are what attracts stuff to them, not necessarily those bad things keep them keep them away from stuff. It's those good things, those good characteristics that attracts them to them. So I think for me, I possess, I'm like possessing that confidence now i'm showing up a bit more brighter a bit more happier a bit more nicer and things like that so of course i can attract people to me because i'm putting out good energy you know put out good energy you'll get it back in return the only thing is is you know bad people just got the bad side but that don't necessarily mean that all of them is bad it's just the bad side happens to show up so yeah so number four is karma and its effects. Um, so it was saying like the theory of karma is that you are what you attract, but it differs from the conventional belief in the sense that it states that you will receive back what you put into the universe. Um, so I guess like to, to kind of put it up to each other, if karma played an impact on um like a ted or whatever granted he definitely ended up dying and stuff like that so i guess you can say karma kind of played into ted bundy's like yeah he was able to stay alive for a little bit and that could have been off of just him being a, that have been that good side but then he got the the death penalty because of the bad side so it's just like whatever you're putting out into the universe you're gonna get back um and that's good or bad and you don't know when it's coming too so it's like you try to put out that good energy put out the, those 
do good things for people, be nice majority of the time. Of course, you're going to have your off days and things like that. But, you know, when you can be a good person being that because it's going to come back, which I definitely believe. I actually have a book by Sadhguru, which is um, a yogi that is really popular on Instagram. I got his book about karma and everything. Started reading it and haven't finished it, but I want to finish it just to see kind of where his mind goes pertaining to karma because he talks about that karma literally is just the good and the bad things you do in your life and that coming back to you um and that really just creating your path like when you are disciplined you're going to get good things back in return if you are undisciplined then you're going to get bad things back in return it's not necessarily like karma just being oh this bad thing and your karma's going to get you like no it's you doing good things and doing bad things and then good things coming to you and bad things coming to you like really just a series of events and it's causing the the energy to come back to you but i definitely will i want to read more y'all and then when i do like the little spinoff with the tv shows and the uh movies and stuff i may add the books in there too just because that's entertainment as well um just so you know we kind of have movies shows books but yeah um but yeah i definitely agree with karma um i guess the law of attraction would be more so about the thoughts um as well as the actions and karma seems to be more what you're putting out into universe so more so of your actions and i guess that would that would be what is the main difference between those two <laughs> Number five is our thoughts and actions are aligned. Um, it says, identify what you attract to your life and devise ways to make the necessary changes if you want to change who you are. When you don't change your perception, perception of things, your environment and yourself, life won't improve. Align your feelings, emotions, and thoughts with your desires by cultivating positive feelings, emotions, and thoughts. Do not let anything or anyone stand between you and your goals, regardless of the challenges you may face. If you feel like you are losing and you are tempted to give up, remember that change is something necessary to achieve your goals. Don't give up on your dreams. Focus on your life. You always imagine change is the only way to achieve a better life. Meaning that Whatever your thoughts are about yourself, nine times out of ten, you're going to show up that way. Or whatever your thoughts are about a whole different individual, that's usually how you're going to show up as well. So, like, I want to say in the defense mechanism episode, and if you haven't checked that out, definitely go check it out, plug. Um, we talked about, is it? I want to say, was it projection is the one that I want to think about or... I think it may be projection, but it may be another one that I could be alluding to, but we'll go with projection. So basically when you have a thought about um, another person and you put it onto them and you make them have the thought that you had and they don't even have the thought. So basically if say, you know, I think the, the example I used was say you see a guy that you're attracted to but you think he's only attracted to people outside the race or whatever so then you don't even you know show up and try to be attractive and all this other stuff like you don't even put yourself in the line of fire because you already assume that he only likes people outside the race so you just disqualified yourself before you even knew that he was interested or not 
So I think that's more so of what it is. Like, however you or your thoughts are is how you show up in life. So, <laughs> and I don't know if she's okay with me saying this, but she's did she laughed and joked said that I should say it. So I'm gonna say it, and if she don't like it. I love you, girl. <laughs> but my sister, we were just talking about how her ex would um, always tell her that she's going to be the person to leave the relationship first. And she was always like, that's that's how, like, how do you know that's true? Like, that's not necessarily true. Um, and then she said that, you know, throughout the relationship, he would start detaching. Like, he wouldn't open up. He wouldn't, they wouldn't really go out on dates and there was not really intimacy and everything like he was lacking in those areas. And when she would bring it up and stuff like that, you know, it may be like a while where he may get it on track, but then it falls off all over again. So, you know, with her telling me that and sharing me that, it made me think of, you know, just this right here, our thoughts are aligned with um, our actions. So to me, it seemed like he he might have had some, which she shared with the shared this with me, is that he might have had some abandonment things. And so that's why he would be like, oh, you're gonna leave before I leave you. Like you're gonna go. And to me, with him pulling back or not opening up or being intimate and having these really soft moments and deep moments with her he would kind of just pull away it made me think of like okay if you fear abandonment and you already think that she's going to be the one to leave first that means that when you show up in the relationship you're not giving it your all that means you're probably doing things that's going to make somebody want to leave you you're probably not giving a hundred percent effort so that's going to make somebody want to leave you when you're asked of something you don't give it because that's going to make them want to leave you so you basically end up doing what you already thought was going to happen in the first well you end up being a person that elicits the response that you already thought was going to happen in the first place. And that doesn't help anything. Even for me, I had a moment where I just felt like I wasn't going to find anybody. Like the dating pool is kind of hard. And at times you can get a little bit negative. So it was like, like I just mentioned earlier, like there before guy number two, there was a moment where I was just like, is it happening? And then I kind of gave up on, on it altogether. So then when it finally came in, I feel like I latched on like a thousand times at the like at the speed of light because I didn't want it to leave because I, I was already like convinced that it wasn't coming. I was already skeptical. I was worried and confused and all this other stuff. So it made me latch on and not really be okay <laughs> like it made me be overly dependent it made me be clingy and i guess annoying at times and not appreciative and all these negative things because in my mind i was just like well shit, if i don't grab onto this hold on tight i don't know when it's coming again so let me not lose it but then you end up losing it anyways <laughs> because you end up pro like you end up putting out into the world a bad energy that people are gonna run from like I, I at first I was not clingy 
Um, but then it turned into that because once I actually liked him, I was like, oh, you can't go nowhere. And so I would get overly and do a lot and stuff like that. So, you know, that ends up pushing people away. And then that kind of was the pattern after that. Like the next person that came, I'm overly doing it. And then they end up getting pushed away. Then the next person, well, no, the last person, I felt like I was a whole different Dejanay. Like I was able to cut bitch off in two weeks. Like I was really a different Dejanay. Like the last guy, I was doing a little growth or whatever. Like I could catch them red flags. They weren't purple this time, but you know, it still shows like the type of person you even let into your energy, that led into your space, led into your body really. Um, before you catch those red flags, catch those red flags before you let somebody, you know, into your space <laughs> um, so that you can kind of move forward and stuff like that. But I definitely was, you could tell that there was growth and everything. I didn't stay in a place just because I didn't think nobody else was coming. Like I didn't just fall for the next bullshit ass person that came into my life. Like I was actually able to be like, you know what? I don't like the way you're making me feel. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. So it's just like, yeah, like when you start to do that inner work, you'll start to think and act in a positive way that's going to bring people to you. But as long as you have those negative thoughts and you let trauma run you and you know your past and not healing your inner child if you continue to let those things fester and run your life you're going to continue to attract the same bs so that is definitely one that i wholeheartedly agree with and i had to work through and i i see it around me all the time now i feel like is people feeling one way which is why they in turn do something else like Something, some things that I noticed being at the job that I'm at is people that go through trauma, depending on how bad the trauma is, they start to change their clothing and their appearances and things like that. And it, it starts to make you to make you understand like, okay, I I feel like the reason why I attracted this attention was because of my outward appearance or whatever. So if I change my outward appearance, then I can keep the, the bad energy away from me. Not even realizing that that probably had nothing to do with why you attracted the person that you attracted. It probably was something else that caused you to attract that. But then like, it's just, it's just those things that you don't even realize is the reason why you show up the way that you do in, in this world is your traumas not healing and not going through things. And those thoughts, those thoughts control your action. So if you think that, you know, the clothes and everything is going to be what causes you to run into trash people, now you're covering up everything. But then you still run into trash people because the clothes wasn't necessarily the problem. Like, take a deep dive inside, needless to say. Um, number six is make yourself a plus version. And it says you will attract broken people if you have a broke, if you're broken yourself. If you want someone to love you the way you deserve and desire, you need to fall in love with yourself first. Achieving self-love is the first step towards attracting the right people. Make a commitment to changing what needs to be changed within you. People who love you, respect you, and are eager to approve you will be attracted to you when you are a better version of yourself. Facts. 
And I've been talking about this the whole episode. Honestly, like I said, if you want to learn more ways about how to self-love on yourself, um, go check out the episode plug. But yes, it starts all within. You have to be your biggest fan in order to attract people that are your biggest fan. You there's you you could probably attract people that's your biggest fan and you're not your biggest biggest fans, but that relationship is not ever going to be healthy. It's it's not, and it's going to turn into something that you're probably not even going to want it to be. You have to genuinely be in love with yourself, genuinely give yourself what you need, genuinely not give yourself what you want all the time, because having a person that comes into your life and doesn't give you what you want all the time is really beautiful. Um, and that that was one thing I did learn about number two is if he would have gave me everything that I wanted, I didn't even know if I wanted everything that I wanted. <laughs> so it's like if he would have gave it to me, I probably would have got it would have been over it. Like I just was telling my friend, like, if we would have got into a relationship, I don't even think I would have wanted it because the chase would have been over. Like <laughs> And I don't know if that's that's the the masculine side of me. I don't know. I, I don't know. But it's just like, I don't think I would have wanted it because now I ain't got nothing to really work for or whatever the case may be. Granted, you shouldn't have to work all your life. And that's not what I'm saying. You should not be chasing after nobody that is not chasing after you too. But had he given me everything that I wanted from him, I think I would have been over it real quick <laughs> like and i think that's probably was the detriment of my relationship my first relationship my first and only actually um is he gave me everything i wanted like he spoiled me and i don't think that was a good thing to do um i think that what they say you spare the rod you spoil the child like you have to be able to tell people no and it wasn't until well okay actually him telling me no was why we broke up but I think it was too because I was also very young, y'all. I was 17. I'm older now. But it was just like hearing no for the first time, and I've never been told no, like that shit rocked me. So it was really annoying. But then like he would bend and break and all this other stuff. And I think had he been able to stand firm in his nose when he put no out, even for myself, like, I probably understand that I attracted him because I don't tell myself no and stick to it. <laughs> I just realized that today, like, if I'm craving something, I know I don't need it, but I don't tell myself no. Like, so I, I realized that I attract people that are like that. Well, they're either give me what I want because that's just what they'll do, or they don't give me nothing I want. And that's going to annoy shit out of me. So I have to start giving myself more of what I need. Some things of what I want, yes. But, you know, how you treat yourself is going to teach people how to treat you. You're going to be able to teach people how to treat you when you know how to treat yourself with respect. But if you don't treat yourself with respect, why do you think anybody else going to know how to treat you? You're not even going to know how to stand 10 toes on telling somebody that they're treating you wrong because you're not treating yourself with respect. So it always starts in first, then out. When you are good with it, 
Then you go out into this world and you attract all types of beautiful people. May, may you still attract bad people? Yes, because somewhere inside of you is still going to be calling out to them. But that doesn't mean that they got to stay within your life. Now you can sift through these people a little quicker. That's that's why you have to love on yourself. Yeah, you may still attract the broken people because that was the space you was in, but that don't mean they got to be retained. They ain't got to have a high retention rate. They can, they can get out of your life. They the turn around, the turn around. Like, it could be very quick. Get them out your life. They do not have to stay there. Like, once you learn who you are, what you are willing to accept and what you are not willing to accept, now you get rid of the trash real quick, and then you get to your people. So, like, that... That is beautiful. Learning that it really starts with you first is how you get to a more healthy space, you know? And then seven is the mindset of yours. It says a failure mindset will result in failure. Positive people attract people with similar energy and drive, while negative people tend to repel them. Maintain a positive attitude and shield your mind from negativity as much as you can. So it just seems like a repeat really of that, those thoughts. What are you feeding yourself every day? What do you, what do you feel like you're lacking that you could be feeding yourself every day? How are you pouring into yourself that in the positive way? You're going to be able to attract those people because just think when you pour into yourself, when you make yourself feel good or whatever, just, just say you woke up feeling the best you've ever felt ever. When you go outside, how are you showing up in the world? You're probably haying everybody or waving or smiling. And that's when you find out who your people is because those, what they say, those low vibrational energy people, they're probably going to repel you because they're probably going to be like, oh, why is they so happy this morning? Like, what is up with them? They, they need to break it down. That's the low vibrational. You leave them where they at. Them high vibrational people that you're going to be running into, they're probably going to be like, hey, good morning. Like, oh, my God, your smile is beautiful. They're probably going to be giving you compliments, having conversations with you, all types of stuff. But, it, again, it has to start home. It has to always start in-house. Like, when Michael Jackson said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror, he had never been more spot on, baby. You got to start at home and you got to be able to look at that mirror and enjoy what you see. That's why when I look in this camera, I don't even look at the camera. I got to look at me because I enjoy what I see. So beautiful. <laughs> but yes, you got to enjoy what you see, even who you are. I am in a space now where when I get in the car, I don't even like to turn on music. Well, that too is because I'll be listening to the radio and they play the same thing over and over and over. I'll be over. But I don't be listening to the music. I'm in the car laughing with myself, having a good old time with myself, like being my own entertainment. What do I need a radio for when I can sing whatever song out there? And I be singing whatever song to come to mind, like whether it's pop or it's hip hop or it's R&B, when it comes to mind, I sing it. And it might not be the best, but it entertains me. <laughs> so it's like you really got to be that for yourself. And then when you go out into the world, now you show up happier. Now you're more kind and polite and you attract the right people. You repel the right, like the wrong people. 
and now you get your people. But if you show up with an attitude, <laughs> you show up with an attitude, you get people attitude, you short, you rule, you all of this stuff. What do you think you're going to get back in return? <laughs> what are you going to get back in return? You're probably not going to get the people. Mm-mm. And then also when you, when people say fake it till you make it, honestly, fake it till you become it. Don't fake it till you make fake it till you become it because you could fake it. But if you end up going back to the person that you were because you can't fake it no more, that's not helpful. Fake it till you become it. Like if you, if you know that you're not typically a smiling person, do those little fake grins. <laughs> but then like keep doing it. Cause now that <laughs> it's probably gonna turn into <laughs> like it's gonna turn into something real. But you gotta you gotta fake it till you become it. When you become it, now you're no longer faking it and you're gonna attract those people. I think if you fake it, then now you attract people that fake it. So then when y'all both go back to being who y'all really are, are y'all really going to get along? Are y'all really going to fuck with each other? Because y'all was just over here faking it. So yes, fake it till you become it. If you got to fake a smile, fake a laugh until you actually find some shit funny or want to laugh or smile about something, like do that. But you're going to become it. Like, yes, I, I like that one. Um, So number eight is the likes attract the likes. And it says, they said that like attracts like, so you are what you attract. The main reason you are attracted to people who share your personality traits is that you are attracted to them. In order to attract happy people, you need to have a pleasant personality. In fact, if you don't have anything in common with your friends, you may not even be able to be friends with them. Facts. You must have a common denominator that binds you two together or that binds everybody together. You must be affectionate yourself if you are looking for an affectionate partner. Prior to searching for your better half, you must awaken the caring and hardworking traits within you. Who I'm trying to awaken now. The hardworking, like y'all, when I tell y'all, hardworking has not been a part of my character traits in a while. And I'm, I'm really working on becoming hardworking again because I need a man that do it. <laughs> like I need a hardworking man. So I'm working to become hardworking again and, you know, waking up the traits that may have laid dormant that I definitely need within a man. Um, I find it funny that, you know, a lot of dudes will be like, oh, women became the mans that they wanted to attract and everything like that. And personally, I don't see anything wrong with it if they know how to be the woman that they are when they get the man that they attract. Because there's a lot of fear rooted into why you had to become the man that you wanted to, to attract. I feel like that's why they don't turn it off. But I don't think it's anything wrong becoming the man you want to attract. Get your money, be disciplined, be assertive, be confident. All of these masculine traits, be those. But now when that man comes into your life, don't challenge it. Fall back. 
Now you get to be living that soft life. You get to be like, oh, you got to check. Thanks. Like, you really get to be like, oh, okay. Like, when I need to be ready? Oh, you said what time? Oh, okay. I'm going to be ready. Just let me know when you're downstairs. Like, you really got to put on that cute little sultry whatever because you are what you attract. Like, you, like, like attracts like. And if you don't turn off the man, you're going to repel the man. Like, you got to turn off the masculine when you get that masculine. But becoming the man you want to attract, just like they say, they say, oh, women should go into a field where they can be around the person that they want. So I seen something where it was like this dental hygienist. She she worked in the office and then got the actual dentist. Or there was like a, a paralegal working at a law firm and actually got a lawyer. Fuck all that. Be the CEO and you be around a whole bunch of CEOs and then you know how to turn it off and you get you a CEO if that's what you really want. But it's just like you got to be able to put yourself in these environments, too. It doesn't mean that you always have to put yourself in these environments and forget about the other side of you. And I think that's where some women kind of maybe fail is that when they get around the men, they feel like they still have to be this dominant, go get in all this when when you get around your man. Or who could potentially be of it, like soften up, baby. Give that that soft girl. <laughs> like, yes, at work, you could still be those masculine things, but at home, you know, be able to give the compliment because we're supposed to compliment each other. Um, like attracts like, meaning that his masculine energy is attracting your feminine energy. But if you are only presenting the masculine energy, and he go and you go repel him and <laughs> you're gonna repel him so <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah so you know definitely become who you want to attract though for me I knew that starting this podcast was going to be very essential. Um, and I also plan on going back to school, y'all. I think I actually got my mind made up. I do want to go back to school and get my licensing because I want to be around men that help people mentally or, you know, put myself in a space where I know men are trying to help other people mentally because that's the type of man that I think would align best with where I'm going in this life and the the type of impact we can have on the world trying to help, you know, people get their minds on track so that they can become the people they want to be or become us one day. You never know. But, you know, I knew this was essential. I knew going back to school was essential to put me around a guy that has that same mindset like me, where we want to change the world. And we're going to do that by help mentally helping people get on the right space or get to the right space. So, yeah, I need to just start this or whatever. What they say, you got to make yourself visible to your man. So you got to put yourself out here. So, if I want somebody on the same trajectory as me, I got to put myself in these spaces. I got to be doing the podcast that talks about mental health. I got to go back to school, get my licensing. And now I'm doing therapy. And maybe with the therapy, there's different, um, what is it called? Different events that requires like therapists to come together. And now my husband could be a psychiatrist on the other side, you know, I don't know, but he could be doing a little something or he could be a podcaster somewhere else. And I could go to his show and you just never know, but had start put myself out there. 
trying to attract a man that's doing what I'm doing that cares enough about other people's mental health to help them. And, and it don't even have to be a podcasting way. They could literally just be working, doing what I do part-time. Well, they would do it full-time, but what I do part-time is helping my community. Like I work at an organization within a community and I help the people in my community with their mental health um, when they get sent to our organization. So he could be doing something like that. It ain't even got to be global or worldwide, but he might not be here. So I got to make myself visible. So yeah, so it's just like become the person you want to attract in all aspects too. I do want a disciplined man. I, I want a consistent man. So I know that's my biggest thing I have to work on is my consistency. I don't like men that ain't consistent, but I've learned that I'm not the most consistent either. I will start something, like I just said, I started the book and didn't finish it. I actually have like three or four books over there that I've started and haven't finished. Like, So the only thing I'm really consistent on is binge watching, but that could be because I enjoy it. But, you know, things that maybe has delayed gratification. I have to learn how to enjoy those too, enough to see it through. When I start working out, I usually stop that too. So, or when I start cooking at home, I usually stop that too. So it's a lot of things I have to work on being consistent with. Um, yeah, and this point also makes me think of, I was just looking at the podcast, Hardly Initiated. If y'all know, go check it out, they're fire. Um, and they had Dr. Stacy J. Johnson, I believe that's her name. Um, she was on there and she was talking about, you know, how, the same thing, which is that like attracts like. And she was saying like, you know, women all the time will say they don't want a man that want a man that lies to them, but then they'll lie to themselves or they may lie to other people in their life and they're a liar too. So how do you expect to attract somebody that doesn't lie to you if you're not you know, truthful with yourself or you don't have integrity with yourself or, you know, I know for me, like I just said, the inconsistent thing, I don't get consistent people because I'm very inconsistent in my own life. So it makes sense why I got inconsistent as people, though I would never be inconsistent communicating with others. I'm inconsistent with myself. I give up on myself a lot. So it makes sense why other people are able to give up on me too because I give up on myself. Like I'm not even requiring myself to stay consistent. Why do I think that I can hold anybody else accountable for staying consistent? So it's those things that you start to learn. Like, you know, I'm the reason why I attract this type of characteristic. Like I'm the reason why this person has this within them. Like, if I work on these things, now I can catch them when I see them on other people and be like, nah, I don't really want that in my man. Like, I can't catch inconsistency because, like, I, I'm that and I kind of let myself get away with it. If I stop letting myself get away with being inconsistent, then now I can hold other people to it. At the moment where I, you know, start a book and don't ever finish it or whatever, I need to hold myself accountable. And then, like, when I, see people coming into my life and they trying to give me whatever they want to give me. I'm like, I, I, I don't even treat myself like that. I'd be damned if you're going to treat me like that. So it's just like those things that helps you to create boundaries and know what to look for within people and all this other stuff. So definitely become the person that you want to attract because <laughs> you will attract who you are. You will. <laughs> And it ain't going to be what you, it's not going to be what you want. So become 
who you want to attract. Um, I don't remember who I was watching, but oh, it might have been Stacey too, where she was just like, um, when you make your list for the type of man that you want, you should become that person uh, every day. Like if you want a kind man, you should be becoming a kind man. If you want um, somebody that's honest, you should become becoming an honest person. If you want somebody that's dependable, you should be becoming a dependable person. All of these traits that you want within a partner or even friendships or a job or whatever, you should be becoming those things yourself. So at the moment that people think they're not going to give you what you give yourself, you're going to be like, ah, hold up. <laughs> back up start over turn around come again <laughs> but yeah you're gonna be able to catch it and stop it and all that good stuff so number nine is let go of the future and i ain't even gotta read through this because this whoo and i have a hard time with it and i think as a society we have a hard time with not thinking our lives are supposed to go a specific way um, I don't remember where I first heard it, but they said that depression is because we focus on the past and anxiety is because we focus on the future. And anxiety right now is an all-time high. And of course, depression is an all-time high. So, you know, because of social media and everything, you can see people that's your age doing shit that you had day and even thought to try to reach. Like, you get ahead of yourself and you're like, oh my God, I'm 25 and I haven't even been married and I, I haven't had kids and all this other stuff. And I'm getting to a point where it's like, I'm 25 and as long as I wake up, I got time. <laughs> like, I got time to do something. As long as I wake up, I got time to make a difference. I got time to change. I got time to do something. Like, I don't have to be married by a certain age. I don't have to have kids by a certain age. Like... I joke with my mom all the time. Like she is to the point where they're just like, wait, you're still bleeding at your age. Like how sway you're supposed to be hitting menopause. Like what is going on? So I tell, I joke with my mom like all the time. I'm like, girl, <laughs> I got children to my fifties. Like, now I ain't going to be trying to push out no children in my fifties, but it's just to tell you like, there is no specific timeline. And when you stop focusing so much on, I need to do this by this age and this by that and this by that, like you literally let go and just, what can I do today? That's gonna make me a little bit better for tomorrow. What can I do today? That's gonna make me a little bit better for tomorrow. What can I do today? That's got, like, it's focusing on the right now and in the moment and locking in on, what can I do that's going to help me be better for tomorrow? So like today, I was actually pretty productive. Like I didn't do a whole bunch, but I definitely did more than what I normally would do, which is sit in the bed all day until I got to go out and do work. But it's just like I was able to get up, wash clothes, um, get something to eat, study for the GRE. I got to take that. <laughs> and I was able to actually, you know, do things. And I was productive. Could I have done more? Yes, but I ain't worried about that. I did what I could do. So that sets me up better for tomorrow. I learned a little bit more about the GRE today and I'll learn learn a little bit more tomorrow or I'll know a little bit more tomorrow. So even like making up my, well, I wash clothes and stuff. That helps me to be better tomorrow. Now I can put up my clothes and have stuff to wear. So it's just like those little things Focus on those little things that you can do to improve your life for tomorrow 
instead of worrying about, oh my gosh, this all has to get done. Like, what can I do to make my life a little bit better for tomorrow? I think that's why, you know, people do the little to-do list or, um, you know, the planning your day out for the next day and stuff like that. It's like, how can I like make my life easier for the next day? The little things that I can do and not worry so much down the line. Like, yeah, I do want to get married. I do want to have a family. I do want the big house and to be known and all this other stuff. But if I focus so much on the big vision, instead of the little steps it takes to get to the big vision, I'm never going to do the little steps it takes. So it's like, yeah, I want to be known for helping people mentally, but the little steps is doing a podcast and putting out, like I haven't done reels in two weeks. It was just crazy. I need to get back to doing my reels, but the little steps to building up a following is doing your reels, making sure you're cutting it up and everything like that. And, you know, sharing your posts and stuff and all this other stuff, little things that you can focus on daily. You already know the big vision. Don't focus so much on the big vision. Like, you got the big vision. Focus on the little things that you could do to get you to the big vision every day. And that's what's going to help you to get there. So let go of the future, meaning that when you get that dream, put that dream up on your vision board and leave that shit alone. Like, yes, my on my vision board, I got getting married and have kids, get the nice cars and nice houses and all that other stuff, but I'm not going to fixate it no more. Now I'm going to figure out, okay, what are the little steps to get there? What are the little things I could do? You know, I want to help people mentally. Okay, I might need to go back to school and get my, my therapy, uh, my licensing. So, you know, the little steps. I need to take the GRE. I got to get my letters of rec. I got to I gotta start making checklists and all getting all my due dates. And when is this stuff due and everything so that I get to the big vision. But you got to focus on what you need to do to get there. So, yes, let go of the future and focus on today. That's how you minimize anxiety, too. I actually haven't been anxious in a while, like just thinking about the future because I'm just focused on today. And today I'm enjoying myself. I ain't even worried about not having a man. I'm enjoying myself. I'm loving on myself. Like, I'm just taking little steps. Like, what can I do? Like, I want an environment around me. So what does that mean? Call your friends. Get together with your sisters. Do these little things. Get around family. You know, start doing these little things, and then that's going to get you to a bigger vision. So, yes, I love that one. And then lastly, number 10 is enjoy the process. Y'all, enjoy it. Even the bad moments are meant for you to learn something. Enjoy those, too. Now, you might not enjoy them in the moments. Like, I definitely did enjoy going through heartbreak and depression and all that stuff, but... I learned so much and now it got me to a space where I get to create a podcast and I enjoy it so much. Like, so it's like those bad moments set you up for good moments that you're going to enjoy later on. Enjoy the process. It says the next thing I always tell, well, that's them on the, the website, <laughs> always tell is others is to enjoy your growth because it won't happen overnight and you have to enjoy life in some way. Make sure you don't rush anything. The only path to success is patience. Oh, patience, young grasshopper. I am learning that too. Um, practicing patience. And it's so hard because we're so impatient. Like I, this is the, the generation of instant gratification, instant everything. Put stuff in the microwave, it's done. Put stuff on social media, you know it. Like it's, 
it's just like everything is so quick. Nothing takes time anymore. We're so impatient. But, you know, learning to be okay, not having to meet everything at such a deadline, like that is so annoying. Don't put yourself to any time constraints. Yes, with certain goals, there should be reasonable time frames to meeting the goals because you got to be able to hold yourself to something so you can actually get to where you're going. But when it comes to that big vision, you don't have to put a time constraint on the big vision. I feel like the time constraint comes onto like these little goals that you make. Like for me, the time constraint for the podcast, of course, would be put this out every Wednesday. Although I'm late, I'm sorry, but it's put it out every Wednesday at seven o'clock. I usually stick to that. That's like my t- my reasonable time frame for my goal is an episode every week at seven on Wednesday. You know, being able to stick to those. Of course, the big vision is to be known for helping people, but the little goals that I can, you know, set up for myself that are reasonable time. I don't even remember all of the the acronym, but, you know, reasonable time constraint, all that stuff. But it's that. So, you know, enjoy the process. Enjoy Enjoy the little things. Honestly, reflecting at the end of your day, just being like, you know what, today I actually did a little bit of something. Like, go ahead in. Like, and keeping account of that, even on the days where you might have not been as productive, think about the thoughts that might have been going through your head, or think about maybe why you didn't do things and figure out maybe for the next day how you can combat not being so productive and stuff like that. Like, even when you have those bad days, you can journal those and see what you can learn from that moment and reflect and do something different for the next day. And it's just being able to see your slow progression. Like we are literally, uh, what is that called? Uh, ellipse? Nope. I forgot. We're that. Is it the longitudinal? No. I don't remember what it's called in math. And that's crazy because I feel like I exponential. We're on an exponential growth, meaning that it's going to do this, but it's going to go up. And then, like, it reminds me of, like I said, like one of the episodes is like S&P 500. If you back out to maybe like five years, you're going to see that exponential growth. But say if you zoom in for like a week, you're going to see like it. Like up, down, up, 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 down, up, up, down, down, up, up, down, up, up. Like it's, it's literally going to be that. But that's because that's life. You're going to have really good days and you're going to have really bad days. Enjoy and be blessed for the really good days, but also reflect and learn and also be blessed from those really bad days too because they're going to bring you sunshine like at the end of every storm is always a rainbow and the sun <laughs> so you know that rainbow is to show that everything's going to be okay and that sun is that brighter days are to ensue even when you go through such nasty fogginess so remember that that these bad days don't last forever if you don't want them to last forever like good thing all that forever baby i don't even know if that's how the words go but yeah y'all and that's where i'm gonna end it like 
um, with the website, um, again, like become who you want to be in your circle. If you realize you got shady people in your circle, why you attracted them shady people? Figure out in you, are you shady to yourself? Are you shady to other people within your life? Are you that person really on the inside, which is why you're able to justify when they're being shady or allow them to be in your life and their shit? Like, figure out what's inside of you that keep attracting these bad characters. Because nine times out of 10, these people are you. <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell, just uh, doing a little bit differently. Um, or, you know, they who you used to be, they were, they are who you used to be. And so now you're able to filter through them very quickly. And you're able to retain the people that you actually like, and, you know, want to become, I, I hear all the time too, like, put yourself around people that you want to be, not who you are, or who you used to be or whatever. Like, I think that's, that makes sense too. You know, if you put yourself around millionaires, not times out of 10, you may just become a millionaire. If you put yourself around kind-hearted people, not times out of 10, you may just become a kind-hearted, kind-hearted person. So, you know, put yourself around people that you want to become, become who you want to become. And they might come to you just off of the strength of who you are. So just self-work. All in all, what this means to me is self-work, self-love, pouring into yourself, becoming the best version of yourself you can be. And then those people will come into your life and you'll be able to retain those good relationships with friendships, career, and relationship most of all. So yes, um, that's where I'm going to end. And then next week, um, I actually found, y'all know, a little website, um, and it's the different types of attraction, because I was like, let's just flow, you know, we're already talking about like attracts like, but I came across a website that talks about the different types of attraction, um, because y'all know I like to put a name to stuff, and it might correlate with the different types of love, I don't know, I didn't read through the website, but we're going to go through it, um, so yeah, that's going to be next week. Uh, it will be Wednesday, seven o'clock. So tune in like Thursdays are not going to be the, the new day. <laughs> like if we're going to be back to Wednesday, seven o'clock. Um, but yes, I'm so sorry for the late post <laughs> or the late putting out here. But like I said, better late than never. Um, and when you do get knocked off your path, just hop back in, get back on track and keep going don't ever let nothing stop you permanently. You just get back in and keep going. So, yes, that is it for you are what you attract. Yeah. And I'm going to close it out right there. So, like, comment, subscribe, and then check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and then y'all better follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, and I'll tune in with y'all next week. This is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop down because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Bye.